We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. And today, we are bringing them to you so you can take action immediately and start creating real content momentum. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. And today, the massive benefits of your own publishing platform. That's right. Yes. Oh, man. I can't wait to dive in because, you know, we've been testing this for our own content. And this guy, he just takes it to a whole new level. And we're going to show you guys how. But before that, Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. Thank you for asking. And today's sponsor is your own the Biz Bros with Content Momentum, guys. Ching, ching, ching. There we go. And what is Content Momentum? You might be asking yourself. Well, Mm. if you have a long form piece of content, just like this one that you're listening to or watching, we can turn it into value packed bite sized assets just so you can turn it then into little minions and send it to social media and get clients for yourself. So if you're interested, if you want Content Momentum, slide in the DMs, say, at Biz Bros, and we will help you out. That's right, guys. And before we get started, if you are listening, please do not forget to go ahead and hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone. That's right. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Biz Bros Go. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. Shout that- out to McCall Jones. RJ, Tony, yes. man, thank you guys for tuning in live. Again, if you are live, comment hashtag live and uh, let us know any questions you might have. So today's guest is what today's culture will call an OG. Let's be real. He is the real deal, but more on that in just a second. We met today's guest while creating some content for one of our clients. Out of the eight interviews we recorded that day, he was one of the best and more entertaining. You could tell he was not intimidated by the cameras. He was born for this. That's right. So so why is he an OG? You might be asking yourself, well, let me tell you, little grasshopper. Mm-hmm. The legend says that today's guest has made publishing a foundation of his business long before the Facebooks and YouTubes of the world. He knows that it takes to be what it takes to be consistent and to build a business around content. You could even say He believes that content is profit. Today's guest is a U.S. Naval Academy graduate and retired Navy pilot. (laughs) He was Best Buddies Champion of the Year in 2018. He's the host of Sold in San Agustin, Home and Garden Show, and the Commercial Real Estate Today podcast. Not only that, he recently bought a boat, which he's transforming into a broadcast podcast and video studio so he can do what he loves while living the boater's lifestyle. Oh, man. That sounds absolutely amazing. And maybe... Part of our plan was to get him here so then we can go on the boat. That's just, right. Just, just, just putting it out there. But yes. without further ado, please welcome impressive entrepreneur and Jackson Bills royalty, Mr. Wally Conway. Hello, bro. <laughs> Happy to be the uh, a token old guy here with Luis and Luis. So hey. I'm excited. This is great. I'm honored. Hey, we're partying together, and that's all that matters. That's yes, all that matters. Thank you for being here, Wally. We're so excited. 
Dude, Wally, we, we connected recently through uh, common friends, I guess, or like mm -hmm. business partners. And, you know, there's some stuff that we might be working here and there in the back in the backside. But I am so excited to bring you on because you are the guy when it comes to publishing. Once I started learning about you, I'm like, wow, this literally OG on publishing, <laughs> on TV shows and using the platform to, you know, build relationships, amazing people, amazing friends, amazing connections, and ultimately, you know, provide so much value with the business that you do. So, Wally, tell us a little bit on, you know, that story and how everything got started for you. Well, what made it fun for me is, is that at its core, I'm not really a broadcast guy. I'm a business owner, an entrepreneur, But when I first started Home Pro Inspections back in 1994, it seemed like every media salesperson on the planet was banging on my door, explaining to me if, I, if I'm not in their print piece or I'm not in their radio ad or I'm not buying whatever they're selling, I'll be invisible and out of business in a long weekend. And that, mm. that was worrisome to me. And somebody whispered in my ear one time and they explained the simple fact of media to me. And that is this. I want you to imagine in your mind the largest media company in the country. Let's just pick on News Corp. Mm -hmm. If you went in the front door of News Corp, you have a choice to turn right or turn left. If you turn right, you go to the ad department. And the person in that department, their job is to sell you as much as they can of whatever they got. It could be space. It could be time. Whatever it is, they got to sell it to you. And when they're done selling all they've got, they can go home. Mm. If you took a left, those are the people who produce content. Those are the writers and the producers and the talking heads. Those people are starving for something to write, something to say, something to print, something to produce. I learned early on that the value to me, the business owner, was to be content, not advertising. Mm. I also learned early on advertising is expensive. And you're going to love this, fellas. Mm -hmm. Content is profit. <laughs> Let's go. That's right. So I, I have been uh, on radio, television, home and garden television, print all over the place and paid to do so in some cases where a competitor of mine was buying ad space in that same media. Mm. So the, what the, the mindset shift is to say What you've got as a business owner, what you've got in your particular mission has value. People want to hear it and they would rather hear you from the content section of the media than yeah. hear you in the ad space during the break. I love it. I, just for some context here, like Wally, how long have you been doing this? So we started the first business in 1994, the residential inspection company, Home mm. Pro Inspections. How it, I, I got two breaks almost simultaneously. I had a guy call me in 1999 who was invited to host a show on Home and Garden TV, actually to audition to be a host, yeah. for a show called House Detective. He said he wasn't interested, but he knew some people who might be. I was one of those people. So they flew us up to a studio uh, outside of Washington, D.C. There was about a dozen home inspectors. It was a home inspection show, House Detective. Yeah. About a dozen of us, and none of us got the job to host the show. Instead, they hired some handsome news-looking dude who thought that he was <laughs> handsome, thought he could talk a little bit, but they had a problem. He didn't know anything. <laughs> so I got a call about a month after that from the producer, a wonderful lady named Angela. She still works at Scripps up there in uh, Knoxville. And she said, hey, Wally, we're going to Miami. We're going to film th uh, four shows 
for house detective down there. Can you help us find one house in Jacksonville? Mm. We'd like to stop there along the way. I said, sure, Angela, I'll find you five houses. She said, no, 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 no. I said, <laughs> find me one. I said, yes, ma'am, I'll find you five. And she said, well, you're not understanding. I said, one. I said, Angela, you're not understanding, ma'am. I'll find you five houses. You pick the one you like, and then you can move on. Well, she flew in with a production team. I showed her the five houses. They canceled the Miami shoot. Yeah. And we spent the next four years as a featured inspector on wow. Home Garden TV House Detective. So wow. that was serendipitous. Yes. Yes. It's about, you know, you get lucky when you say yes. You've heard me say that before, <laughs> I know. But you've got to be open to opportunities and not understand where they're going when it relates to media. Mm -hmm. And you've also got to let media people know you're easy to work with. Mm. Or you can take the easy route and produce all your own stuff. Mm. Yes, I, I love it. First, I mean, there's so many points in that story, right? Um, there's I, an avalanche of golden boulders coming our way. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's a little intense. Yeah, and, love I, and I love that saying, you know, you get lucky when you say yes, when you Ooh. put yourself in front of opportunities. But I think it's important here to make the remark that you over deliver. Right. They were and you over delivered voluntarily. They weren't asked, you know, they were like, hey, you chose one house and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go the extra mile <laughs> and show you five. Right. And even if that was not what they asked. But so often we especially in business, I feel like most people want to get by by doing the bare minimum. Right. Like, mm. OK, let me I'm just promised this one result. That's all I'm going to give them. Hey, how can we add value to it? And I feel like when it comes to content, it's the same, right? When we are sharing in the content, it's like, how can I add the most possible value in this single piece? Because then you're going to be creating trust with all these people. And look at that. Like It led to a <laughs> four-year partnership. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to hang out for, you know, a few days, three hours, like on a boat in your element, you know, for a little <laughs> bit. And uh, I'm jealous. Uh, yeah. Fonsi's <laughs> here like, oh, man, you know, you're, you're plus one. Well, Fonsi. The truth of it is, I said to Luis, I got room for two. You want to bring your bro? And he went, nah. He, he, That's absolutely he, correct. He brought the, the, the third bro, Pabro. Pa well, I was a plus one for Pabro. But, you know, in, in these, like, a few weeks that we've been able to, you know, get to know each other, something, like, remarkable I've, I've been able to identify. You are very authentic mm. every single time. The content I've seen, the interviews that I've seen in person, it's, like, the same person. And I'm like, were you always like that? Or was that something that came natural to you? Because we've we, been chatting a lot about that when we start producing content. We're like, that's very important that we need to be that same person even in front of the camera or behind the camera. Well, for me, I, I believe, especially if you're a business owner or you're looking to establish a personal brand, it gets really simple if you just be who you are. Because if you are who you are, no one can be better at being you than you And you don't have to turn it off and turn it on. You know, we're not creating fiction. We're, we're not <laughs> actors. We're just people saying, this is who I am. This is who I live. How I live. This is what my business does. This is what I enjoy. And mm. give people who are like-minded an opportunity to gravitate to you. If your media persona is different than your actual person, when you do meet that person, or you're engaged in business with that person, it doesn't go well. So for me, a, a part of being constantly involved in media, whether it's podcast or radio or TV or print or whatever it is, it is, is to generate and create business that will be enjoyable over the long term. Mm. And if your persona in the media 
doesn't match what it's like to be with you personally and professionally, there's rapid disappointment. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, that, that's incredible. And and that relates a little bit to the last conversation we had in the podcast with Alex, right? Alex Charfin. Yeah. That he was saying that he actually got to meet some of his heroes, right? He met uh, Wayne Dyer and he said it was amazing because the same Wayne Dyer that he heard in the audiobooks, it was the same exact person yeah. uh, in real life. But then he yeah. said he actually met some other of his heroes and he was a little disappointed because it was not what he consumed that content, right? Yeah. It's like, he, I guess he, he had an image of how they could be. And then when he met him in real life, I was like, wow, <laughs> they're, they're not like that. And, and he was a little disappointed. And I love that you bring personality into a point because we were actually in Marley Jack's event talking about the publishing pyramid, right? And how can we be different? And one of the best ways to differentiate yourself is with your personality because nobody can copy that like you said right absolutely and i'm gonna quote you right here you said no one can be better being you than you so for a lot of people that are looking to different differentiate themselves in the marketplace right against the competition sometimes the product might not do that differentiation but you will do it and you can get an edge because you're going to relate in an original way to other people like your competitors can't. So I, I love it. That, that's a fabulous point, because ultimately people do business with people they know, people they like, people they trust. And as you scale your business, that perpetuates itself down through your whole organization. So even when you get to a point where every single customer isn't doing business specifically with you, that, that personality, that branding, call it what you will, if it's authentic, it permeates your organization, Yeah. permeates your marketing and it leads to much less disappointment all the way around whether it's on the employee side or the customer side that's amazing wow. hey well i i'm curious have you faced any like challenges or has it been like a, there's a, a moment in life where you found yourself or like man like should i continue to do this publishing game uh being around content be, being the creator um have you faced a moment like that and if you have like why and then what happened Well, I, I think the opportunities to quit come up on a near daily basis. Mm -hmm. The uh, HGTV run came to an end when the production company moved locations. Mm. And when they did that, they got rid of all of us who were on the East Coast. And we got re replaced by a guy you may or may not know, a guy named Mike Holmes. has oh. made millions upon millions on uh, Homes on Homes and the various media empire things he built. When I see that his net worth is now 50 or 80 million dollars, I, I feel like he did that on my shoulders. Oh, my. <laughs> And didn't drop any coin along the way. Well, uh, <laughs> we know some people, you know, while so just, we'll call, yeah. we'll, we'll talk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. no, that's that's incredible. So like, what, what would be some advice uh, to people that are starting, you know, they're either part of a business And they're looking at this opportunity to create their own, you know, I guess, persona or expose their own persona on the content side of things, develop that attractive character, or they're starting their own business. And this is like the only way that they have to get their message out on a consistent and frequent basis. What would be some piece of advice that, that you know, after all these years that you've been doing it, uh, that they can take action today and, and, you know, move that forward? More than anything, it's start and know that you'll start and not be great. And you'll be better day after day after day after day. People are constantly preparing to do something. You're far better off just doing it poorly and off you go. 
if, if they happen to hire the biz bros, a lot of people are going to see them early on. <laughs> but if, if they're self-implementing, here's a secret. Nobody sees you anyway. So just <laughs> do it and do it and do it. Do not be afraid to do it. So yeah. I, there's nothing better than just beginning. There's not a single thing that anyone ever started that they did well at. I have people tell me all the time, and I know it's intended as flattery. They say, you are just such a natural at this. Mm. I have been doing this. It's multiple hours a day for 25 years. Wow. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you a little inside secret. When I first started broadcasting on WOKV, back in the cassette days, Ooh. 20 years ago, every Saturday morning when I came in to do the show, the producer would give me the cassette from the week before. And I would listen to the previous week's show on the way home from the show I had just completed. And I did that until they stopped using cassettes, probably six years later. Wow. But most people aren't, they don't recognize the sound of their own voice. They're not comfortable with the sound of their own voice. And over time, if you listen to yourself, and the same applies to video, it's exactly the same thing. Mm. Over time, you'll learn to recognize what your inside voice is hearing, what you're hearing about your voice and how it's actually projecting. And over time, subconsciously, you'll learn to project a voice that you're really pleased with on the inside and the outside, and that's the natural you. Oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, we often refer to one of the benefits of publishing that we've experienced has been turning your thoughts into words, and I couldn't have explained it any in any better way than you just did. It's amazing. Well, you have a tremendous advantage. You can now translate it into Spanish also. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're coming for you, South America. Twice on that little gold nugget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a little advantage. Yeah, yeah it, maybe. I th we'll, th we'll think. Well, well, you just said it reminded me too with a conversation with, uh, with uh, Josh and Eric from yeah. PodMax because they were saying the same thing. They're like, guys, listen to your own content like it's, yeah. it helps you practice you know see what you can be better at and i put it into the soccer uh, context right because we grew up playing soccer we wanted to be professional athletes and it's the same thing right we would play a game and then reflect on the game what did i do wrong how can i make it better next time and then we would go into the practice field and practice every single time and then boom show time and uh, you You want to say something before? Because I have a, a question that I've been wanting to ask Drop even it. before we hop in the conversation. Drop it. <laughs> I, Wally, I'm curious, you know, because you have seen part of the evolution from the broadcasting, right, to now social media, that people having the power of creating their own content. Where do you think this is going, right? And and, and how, what is going to be that, that role for businesses? What's amazing right now, fellas, is how simple and inexpensive it is mm. to become a content creator. You know, I remember I, I'm 65 years old when I was a young kid. You know, there were only black and white TVs. There were only three channels. And, and it was huge, giant pieces of equipment to do things poorly. I do more on my phone now than existed in the entire media universe when I was born. Yeah. Wow. So it's gotten so inexpensive and so simple to do. And that's the reason you alluded it to earlier. I, I've got a new boat I'm taking delivery on uh, this weekend. And the name of the boat is Studio C, S-E-A. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I can't wait. By the way, um, I, I hope there's an invitation coming our way um, <laughs> to go see it. 
Uh, you just can count on it. I got my bathing suit ready, Wally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wally. So to you know, we, we're gonna. By the way, I'm gonna just throw this out there live to the universe. We're gonna have to have a part two to dive deeper into these things. But maybe my favorite question, right? Like for you that you have been doing it for for quite some time, right? You've been improving every single day, and you continue to do it. What? How does it translate the publishing to results in your business, right? And then. And then, what, like, where would you be if you did not start publishing? <laughs> if, if we didn't start publishing, we would either not be in business or be significantly smaller than we presently are. But, but yes, you know, we've created uh, a, a media company. We're doing radio on multiple stations. We've got 13 different Facebook pages. And content is just everything. And the beauty of it now is it's so easy to repurpose content. So we, you could take a 30-minute blurb like we did today, slice it and dice it into 35 different pieces, distribute it across six or eight or 10 channels, and those things are very simple. And if you say, I don't have the skill set, they're very inexpensive and yeah. affordable to have bright people do that for you. And here's another interesting thing. When you stop doing things entirely alone, you discover that there are actually people who can help you do things better, faster, and cheaper. <laughs> mm. Wow. Good that, lesson. Good lesson that we learned the hard, the hard, the hard way. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> I, I, sooner. Yeah, you know, I wish we would have connected sooner, Wally, because we needed to hear that a, a long time ago. We yeah. were trying to do every single thing, you know, and we often go back to we didn't enjoy the process of, of our First business, right? Creating stickers and T-shirts. How we were sweating in the garage here in Florida, 90 degree with 90% humidity and an oven right next to us, like drying the shirts. I mean, you can't even imagine. Yeah. And even that experience didn't teach us that there can be someone out there that can do it way better than us, right? Well, I also think that uh, I'll be specific to you and I. I believe that the, the collection of us, the Biz Bros and Home Pro and Monument, my collection of companies, I believe we'll do things together as 2021 comes along that will springboard both companies. And it's that classic thing that one plus one is not two. Yeah. Things begin to grow exponentially when you play in teams because you're always mm -hmm. leveraging the strength of the other team member. And, and that's compensating for your own shortcomings, whether it's in time or economics or even talent. When you leverage the power of other people, yeah. it doesn't just fill the hole, it builds a mountain. Wow, that, that kind of reminds me, I forgot who said this. Uh, I heard it a few times, but it was someone that, I think it's a person that came up with the, the mastermind um, concept, right? Because he said, one mind plus one mind is not two. Right, because what happens Napoleon is when Hill think and grow rich, it, it, it creates a, a whole new mind of its own, right? And now you're putting it in the, into the context of business, and I absolutely love it. Thank you, amazing, Wally. Thank you so much. This has been a packed 25 minutes. We're yes. gonna have to do part two. I, uh, I, I just want to, you know, throw rocks at the person that booked you for the next 30 <laughs> minutes. Just saying, but we still, we still love him. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Give us like two minutes before you head out. And with that, guys, thank you so much. For tuning into the Content Profit you. Podcast, you can go ahead and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, because Wally is awesome. Yeah. Don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. See ya.